Welcome to Unorthodox Perspectives with your host, Luke Burrows. I think like your mission, your vision, your purpose, your passion, it's all, it's all interlinked. And Leroy Mabonga. Discipline is the best step to control. All right, guys, we are live for episode 15 of An Orthodox Perspectives. I have my man Leroy with me. Leroy, how are things? How's it going, man? How's it going, Luke? I'm good. I'm good. Um, yeah, nice sunny day outside. Yeah, it's good, man. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm, um, I'm really good, thank you. Uh, good day, productive day mostly. So, yeah, can't complain. And I'm looking forward to today's episode um no guests today guys obviously um because you know just just us here but um you know Leroy and I was talking earlier and um kind of left it up to me to come up with a topic for today so yeah I decided to uh to choose the topic of responsibility I feel it's important so um ultimately that's what we're going to be talking about today is taking responsibility so Leroy what's your Hello. first thoughts on what's your what's your first thoughts on the, on that topic connection is kind of gone can, can you hear me can you hear me I can we can hear you you're having connection issues uh yeah yeah the internet was moving a bit slower then no problem can you hear me now yeah, yeah I can hear you Cool. No, I was just kind of introducing the topic for today, um, all around responsibility. So, yeah, like, what's your first kind of thoughts? Um, you know, when 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 I shared that with, that that with you earlier around, you know, we're going to be talking about that. What you know, kind of what first came to mind? I think uh, I just kind of left it to the air, like. Uh... <clears throat> I think when I saw, when you sent me the, the topic after you thought mm. of it, like I kind of was laughing to myself, I was thinking. <laughs> it's a, I think it's a subject that, uh, that it's sort of like straightforward, but it's not for like, anyway, you know. Mm. But um, yeah, like what comes into my head really when I hear the word uh, responsibility, it's uh your responsibility, you know, your responsibility, you know, um, yeah, responsibility. So it's your responsibility to anything you have going on in your life. Do you know what I mean? You've got work, you've got things you have to, uh, that that dependent on you. So what do you do? You you your responsibility to that enables you to uh, maintain that um, work or job that you have or whatever it is that you feel like you're responsible for, do you know what I mean? Whether that's taking care of someone, you know, um, working, um, building your own um, things and, yeah, taking care of yourself, I guess. Like, it's all a case of responsibility, right? Like, the more you can show that you have the ability to respond to that stage of um, life, let me say, let's take it through life. Like, you know, um, the more you are, given the free reins to to have control over that for example when you're a child like before you can eat you know you're fed and then until you learn how to eat by yourself you know your responsibility let me just that's that's a different form of responsibility right you're supposed, now you're responsible of actually eating you know when dinner is served you know as you grow older you are responsible of feeding yourself right so from that point onwards, we come into life and then you come into where now you've got a job, you've got a house, you've got everything that you have going on and it's your responsibility to all those things that you have basically taught, you have basically took upon your own life and said you can handle these things. Do you know what I mean? So in you um, knowing that you can handle these things, the ability is then your response you know what is your responsibility i think i'd like yeah, yeah. awesome yeah, man. So yeah. Why yeah no that's awesome to save you yeah that's why that's the other so yeah. is it two part question then well no so like i think it's the same thing you know like and why i and why i 
chose this topic was ultimately, um, I think we're partly brought up by society, kind of, but also I just see it a lot within some of the circles I used to hang around in and, and just kind of, yeah, within society in general, ultimately, that a, a, a lot of people have this kind of mindset of that somebody's coming to save them ultimately and so therefore they don't take the responsibility in their lives to to kind of move forward so what I, so so i'll kind of deconstruct that a bit so what i mean by that is you know they think that you know their local counselor is going to do all this for them or the government is going to you know like come and save them and or this person's going to come and save them or you know what i'm saying so like and for me I, I kind of have developed this mindset of actually it all falls and, ri- and rises on me, right? Like, so, so like, if the government, let's just say, raise taxes or whatever it is, like, cool, like, I can't control that. Why would I focus my energy or my time on that? I'm just going to, you know, <laughs> I, I, instead I'll take it within my responsibility to then make more money. You, you know and so my my mindset is is very much around that actually within our lives that like we can't control whatever people do or say or don't do the only thing we can control is uh, is what we do you know what we say our actions our thoughts etc etc and so overall just taking that responsibility responsibility within our lives that i'm not going to and i'm not saying that these people you know within these positions of power or within these positions of authority shouldn't be doing these things i'm saying is that if you're expecting somebody to ultimately do that and they don't do it then from my experience you know you um you i don't know the word i'm looking for right now but i would much rather like just take that into my own hands ultimately Mm -hmm. and because it's something that I can control, you know? So again, I don't want people to be confused. Like I'm saying, you know, the, again, these people in power shouldn't be doing these things, you know, like that's a completely different conversation. Why I chose this topic was that I just see it so often that people kind of put in that level of responsibility on other people where actually if they take responsibility for themselves, that actually will lead more, for me, more happier, fulfilling lives. Like that's how I think about it. You know, like if I'm, if if I take that level of responsibility myself, and like I'm going to do something about this, then for me that just leads to a much more happier and fulfilling life because I'm not maybe disappointed when somebody doesn't do something, or I'm not angry, or I'm not all these things because everything rises and falls on me ultimately. If that makes sense. Yeah, I think I get where you're coming from. I think. Um, the essence of what you're saying, um, from what I'm getting, it's almost like because no one is gonna save you, right? It's it's not. It's like you're saying, okay, to some people who may be in a position of like, um, okay, the government is helping, you know, and you're looking to the government to almost like help you, and you know, you you, and I feel like there's a, a certain mindset you can come into. If you are somebody who's uh, always looking elsewhere to to be mm. saved, you know there's always it's almost a certain blame you'll find that everyone else has except you, you know, for why um, things are not really working out. It's almost like everything else is is it's nothing to do with you, you know. And I think that ability now to understand that it's it's you, you know, it's your actions. It's how you want your life to become. Like, I feel that responsibility of of actually taking on your own life or actually finding fulfillment through, like, um, I guess, dealing with those things that you feel like you need. If you, if you feel like you're complaining for less money, then doing something about it, it's a, it's a responsibility, right, that you're taking upon yourself to actually make it come to fruition. Am I getting you, yeah? Yeah, and I mean, like, so I don't know how much you follow Gary, Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V, um, but he, 
I picked up on a lot on his content. He talks about like everything because everything in his life ultimately is his fault. And I really like that mindset, you know, that actually if you kind of go to that place of like, you know, everything in my life is my fault, you know, let's just say that I'm, you know, let's just say I'm out, I'm out of shape. Like that's my, that's my fault. Yes. Growing up, you know, I'm not necessarily talking about me, but you know, just, just, just an example, you know, let's just say somebody's like overweight or something. Right. They could say that growing up, I was in that environment and did that contribute hundred percent. But if you then say, well, actually that's my fault. You then take that responsibility. You have much more ownership and that degree of kind of sense of, um, I don't know if power is too much of a strong word, but like this sense of actually I'm taking this ownership, I'm taking this responsibility so then I can actually do something about it. Because I think what often happens is we don't take that level of responsibility, but then we complain or judge others or, you know, feel sad or like whatever it is around these kind of particular issues or around something that's happened where I feel like when we are able to, go into that place and develop more of that mindset of like everything is 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 a kind of my fault or just that level of i'm going to take responsibility for this i feel then we have a much more like we're much more um yeah we're more likely to then take ownership to then do something about it if that makes sense Mm. Mm. because because that's the end goal right like it's to do something about it so then we move forward so then we can grow. You know, I'm like, that's my mindset, you know, of, of actually if I if I take, so I don't know, let's use it. Throw an example at me, Leroy. Think of an example. I'll, I'll give a real-life example. A real-life example of what? A place of, like, dissonance and, like, unhappiness? Yeah, so, so, so perfect one, right? So when I was facing anxiety and depression and that like but that was yes there was external factors that contributed to that i am not naive or anything to, to, to say that there wasn't external factors yeah but to a certain degree i can't really blame those external factors because if i blame those external factors i'm kind of giving my sense of power almost to those external factors whereas if i take responsibility for actually experiencing these more negative emotions of anxiety anxiety depressions etc that was my fault because you know i kept going back to the same social groups that made me feel anxious i kept going back to that nine to five job that made me feel anxious you know like no nobody forced me to go to go to that nine to five job i kept going back there so I, and this is in a way like what happened, right? I had to take that certain level of responsibility of like, actually the actions that I'm doing, no one else is doing them. I'm taking these actions. I'm going to, to that nine to five job every day. I'm going out with these group of people who, yes, you know, like I grew up with them. I love them ultimately, but we're just on completely different paths. And when I go to um, this kind of club setting, it makes me feel anxious. Like, but I still go, like, that's my fault. <laughs> you know, see what I'm saying? Like, like, that's my fault. So I have, therefore, have to take that level of responsibility mm. to then, to, like, to take that back so then I can change it, you know, so then I can do something about it rather than, you know, oh, you know, I'm not making enough money. Oh, that's the government's fault. Or, you know, like, oh, I'm... I'm feeling anxious or I'm in these n- negative states. That's my boss's fault or that's my job's fault. Like these can be factors that contribute to it. But my mindset is and my perspective is that actually we have to take that certain level of responsibility, that ownership, because if we don't do that, then we're never going to ultimately change it. If it does, does that make more sense of kind of where I'm coming from of ultimately like, Actually, no one is coming to like no one was coming to save me from my nine to five job. Like I if if you like I had to save myself. And the way we do that is by taking more responsibility and ownership, accountability around the things in our lives we want to change. Mm. I think um what what you just described, I think it just goes to point out the effect. It's a 
it's a straightforward topic, but it's not. You mm. know, like what you how how you just describe it now. It's it's like um if through your example you were in a state where until you realize that it is your responsibility to this state, you know, and accepting that uh, the fact that it is your like what you said, Gary Vinick was saying, like it's everything that has happened in my life is my fault. I think that gives you a, a better sense of self as well, a self awareness, because you are understanding your various uh, faults and your very like you're understanding yourself beyond like sort of like buttering up your 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 mistakes and like you know and that in itself can also help you now grow out of certain situations like you said like if you were in that space and then you realize that i have to take ownership as much as you were anxious at that point like it was a state of ownership that enabled you to actually see a way out because every time you had denied the fact that it is actually largely to your actions and your own doing that you find yourself in this state. You are not going to find yourself out of that state because you are always going to almost be saying, this is the state that is influenced by, like you said, the, the external um, influences around. But I think in the not so straightforward form of this subject now, um, I'd like to take it a bit deeper now. And like, when we look at it, um, like you're saying, like the, the angle you're coming from, I see where you're saying, like um, responsibility with life, responsibility, life and fulfillment, um, joy, peace. It's almost linked, you know, because when you are saying it in the way that you said, like, okay, you know, um, let's look at that word again now, responsibility. Taking responsibility and why no one is going to come and save you. Um, when we take that responsibility to understand that the life that we lead, in order for it to be fulfilled, we actually have to gain some ability to respond to the things that will become obstacles for us to reach that fulfillment, you know? And that, that understanding that the ownership is, it's almost, it's almost taking ownership of your life. Like I feel like responsibility, like I think we, we, we can, we can come to this point where we hear it quite a lot. Oh, you know, when you come of age, you need to be responsible. You need to be responsible. But I think it goes beyond just like the things of daily living. Like you said, like, I think there's also an internal factor of responsibility, like to self and to like uh, your life and to like how you deem to, how you want to see your life become uh, like, you know, just come about because, when it comes to a point where you may be low, you may maybe you may find yourself in a really bad place, you know, in whatever form. Um, I think the best way, like you said, <clears throat> taking ownership of the fact that you got there, you know, you are here, you know, and this is happening to you. I think that ownership, it's painful to, to, to actually blame yourself, I think. Like, it's painful because there's no one else but you and you are blaming yourself. And I think until you see... And people that, are scared of that. Eh? Sorry for interrupting, but and people are scared of that. You know, they're, t they're scared of actually like, oh shit, like, I I'm you know, I'm not going to blame any any anyone. Oh shit, like, it's all on me now. Like, you know, like, you know where I think it links back up to most of the things we, I, this is why I love this podcast and, and this show. Mm. I feel like everyone links back up whereby we talk a lot about kind of your inner world where I think then if you have a strong inner world, you're then much more likely to take responsibility um, and be in taking more ownership because when you do then look at yourself and you're not, you know, so now we're not blaming others. You're looking at yourself and realizing, oh shit, it's all on me. You have that strong sense of values. You have that strong, again, like that inner world that is in those kind of 
strong foundation. But sorry, Leroy, I interrupted you. That's all right. It's all right, man. It's all right. I think, I think you you touch you are touching a point there. That's that's actually true because when I think of it now, in the sense of let's take it in the natural form of our growing. Um, when your child is growing, you know, up and they're old, like and like when they're growing, and when you're teaching them every single bit of life, right? There is a sense of responsibility that they feel when they come of an age that they feel like they can, they have a handle of this, right? Like, you know, when they're young, you want to put their shoes on, right? You put their shoes on. They don't know how to put their shoes on. But when they come of a certain age, they will say, no, I will put that shoe on myself, right? What am I trying to say? What you're saying now about the inner world, about the more um, we... we we almost have that sense of inner world. Like, I feel like children have that sense already. You know, that sense of inner world. Like, and their absorbing of life is because they don't know much of life, right? They're trying to understand and they're trying to grow, right? And in their uh, absorbing of life into their inner world, they look and they come to an, a process and understand that if I hold a spoon like this, I'll eat. If I put the shoelace like this, I'll be able to do this, right? And in that, you're able to give them that responsibility, right? When they get older, they won't they won't need you to put their shoes on when they're 10. You know what I mean? They won't need you to feed them. They won't need you to... Because now there's that sense where the inner world understood that this, this, this obstacle, right, is something that's in the way to my life being fulfilled. Does that make sense now? Because yeah, it does. Although I feel like I feel like it doesn't necessarily like manifest to when people grow old, like you know, become let's say their late twenties and and stuff. If if that makes sense, obviously the examples you gave, we you know when people were younger, and that. Um, you know, I can you know I completely understand that. Um, but yeah, like I I I just just see it, really. I just see it that, that when people like complain, like complaining or like giving that sense of responsibility away, like you're pro- like you're pro- probably going to come on to, they actually lead then more unfulfilling lives. You know, just I'm just kind of thinking about some of the people that come to mind. Um, I, I can kind of see how then they actually lead more unfulfilling lives. Um, so, so yeah, I'll, I'll let, again, I'll, I'll let you finish your point. Um, but I was just trying to like to make the connection between like that, you know, as we then grow older, you know, kind of, yeah, like, like as, as we're growing up, um, I, again, I, I understand the point you're saying you're saying so anyway i'll hand, I'll hand it back over to you i'm not making much sense I, I see what you're saying in terms of like when we grow older it's it's almost like they it's not the same is it you know it's not the same because remember now like there's a form where like you know when you grow older your mind starts developing right and um your inner world you start having a sense of like um separation right I, I would like to think you know when the mind starts molding and that sense of separation individuality right when we come of age because all those things that you've been taught from age right they have led you to a point where you can be responsible for physical acts of self-care and maintenance right there are other aspects that we may not uh, all uh, be like um, privileged to have. Maybe a sense where you are also taught on how to be responsible through mental and you know spiritual practices, or you know just those those aspects, basically, right? Like we all grow up differently, but remember, we are all spirit, soul, and body, right? And mind and the responsibility now, like what I was saying, like when we really take it like and look at it on a broader sense, the word, 
and what what you're saying like we travel through these stages as we go older where from a young age you are you learn the responsibility of self-care right and then we have this sense where we are taught on the responsibility of a citizen in the world right and mentally you understand that you have the responsibility of gaining knowledge to be able to be to to be able remember ability able right to respond to life right that is a soul connection that we all share in the sense of like life right and what i'm trying to say now is that the responsibilities now that we don't want to almost criticize ourselves you don't want to criticize yourself because when we go back to that example you said you don't want to look at yourself and actually say i put myself in the seat i put myself here when we when we were younger we took criticism from a first uh, like you know okay i'm trying to get this as much as they are young they don't understand much they take in the the advice or new technique and everything like that right and as we grow older we come to a point where we are now you know we we can learn things by ourselves that's when we start getting different interests in life and stuff like that but there's also that sense within ourselves of like are you are you responsible not for the material things you may hold not for anything else but can you say you are responsible you know do you have the ability to respond to the different forms of of life through the 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 spirit soul body and mind because all these different aspects they have you have almost a level of responsibility to yourself right now we go back now to what we're talking about a life of where you're almost you're almost not looking at yourself for the solutions or for anything to do with why you are where you are you are not doing any of that mirror reflection uh, away and you may end up taking it out on others you may end up projecting that frustration on others right but never really looking um within yourself right i feel like there is a state where it's almost like we want to mentally go back to that state where you know you know when you're a child and yeah you may do things bad or ever not but you're almost you almost feel like you're never at fault when you are very young like we don't necessarily always come down on the children yes we want to discipline them but like you know they'll spill a drink or ever not but you know we're a bit more like relaxed but when you grow older things are a bit more strict because everybody expects you to understand things like they expect you to know things they expect you to have a, a grasp on how things work right and when we are now in social circles and everything that we may go through you may be in that social circle and think to yourself i need to feel like i i need to i need to be here just to 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 give off a sense of like you know i'm with people but inside i'm really not okay right now but i can't even voice that out because i'm an adult now i have to look like i'm you know i'm okay but and then we crumble so much from within because we haven't taken responsibility for what for the desires that we want for the things that we actually would want to see in our lives we haven't done that right because you all you are now doing is that you're looking outside and saying it's something else beyond me that is actually causing my state to be here and i can't see any way any way forward but when you look at yourself you looked at yourself and you saw a way out you saw the okay first day second day third day fourth day you know and then look at this what happens now the fact that you took responsibility for your life your spiritual work your your mental work your your mental work and your you know your soul you know work and just your body like health like these different responsibilities you almost feel like you have to uphold to maintain a sense of like balance don't you because in you actually taking ownership of your life like without actually looking at external influences to to give you a definition of your life like the day you took responsibility it became a sense where you understood that the acts that you now do in your life you know the 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 physical acts they almost also reflect how you are walking in your 
in your in your in your soul in your mental how your mental is made up and how your spirit is feeling because your actions now will link up with what your desires are because now you are trying to fulfill everything that you feel is right and true from within you know because there's that reflection because you've given yourself a true sense of reflection that the place i am is not the place i want to be but the place i desire is across this obstacle that i have to take these steps until i get over it now we we'll go back to the to the to the child now until they can start walking they have to always learn step by step step by step until they can start walking by themselves and until we can um identify those responsibilities that we are we are trying to run away from when we identify them then we see steps to actually start walking until we can run with those responsibilities you know if that makes sense i know i spoke a lot but <laughs> no i think i have no i i um yeah i'm like piecing the puzzles the piecing the puzzles together but i understand i i i think i understand um i think it's powerful um yeah i wrote a couple of things down from that when there was one point and i wrote down values ultimately um and I, uh, I forgot what part it was, but I, I wrote down. I think I think it's when you were kind of talking about um, the the inner world. Mm. So I so I kind I kind of made a bit of a link through that of values and kind of education and then self education. Um, and I don't know if, if if this fits, but it's just something that when you were talking that I, I wrote down around the. Through all this, it comes for me. It comes back to um, again taking responsibility to work out and to discover what your core values are in life. Ultimately, you know, so then we can create a fulfilling life around those core values. You know, so it could be you know core values around your spirit, your your you know your body, whatever it is. And going through school, we don't get taught on how we discover your values or, or values or even just like personal growth in general, right? So then it links back for me that actually if we want to create fulfilling lives, we then have to take the response. And I think we're saying the same thing here, Leroy. We then have to take the responsibility that actually this is the life that I want to create around these values. Like we, we have to be the ones to bring more consciousness to it ourselves and not rely on other people. Ultimately, there was also a point you mentioned around, like from a young age, we learn self-care, like how to care for ourselves. I would question that, you know, like I, I think that we learn, of course we learn some basic stuff of like survival and stuff, but then my what comes to mind is that if we actually and, and and I think the challenge is again education, but we can't blame education if if we if we want to change it or if we want to move forward in our lives we can't therefore blame the education we have to take again responsibility responsibility for our own lives but I think the point I was trying to make when when I wrote it down was I think you said you know from a young age we learn self care well then why like if we actually learn self care mm-hmm. and the education was was right i i i you know all the most effective things that we could learn then then like because i'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you like you know during growing up teenagers i you know and it's like any, any teenager right like we 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 eat crap you know like ultimately you know and so obviously that's just one part of self-care, you know, of the food we put into our body. But um, so anyway, my point was that if, if we if the, if we actually learn self-care at a young age and maybe the reasons behind it, then I feel like we would take more responsibility at a young age to... To, to, to eat better or to, or to care for ourselves better. I, I don't know if that fits with, with, with our topical conversation. It's just something that I wrote down that I wanted to to bring up that I feel like at a young age, there is 
well, just with the education system in general, there's kind of like this um, thing that needs to change. But how we, a part of me think, feels like how we change that is by, again, taking responsibility for ourselves and diving into self-education. You know, like even in just the four months of 2021, mm. I've like, you know, upped the, like, my level of in. So I've upped my level of input, how much I'm learning, which is then actually having a benefit on how much that I'm sharing and putting in, into the world. That's a different conversation. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I don't know a few bits there that I picked up on from from what you were talking about. I don't know if any of that fits, but um, I think one of the the strong things was when you were talking about um, again that inner world, and yeah, it just came to, values just came to mind as as, as it usually does because I feel they're so important ultimately. Mm, no, nah, like, I get what you're saying. Um, in terms of, like, self-care, um, I'm not necessarily relating it to how we've been talking about it over the weeks. It's more of, like, like you said, like, those basic um, self-care. And like I said, I was talking about the physical aspect of that we are taught this physical act, like walking, you know, eating, you know, just generally dressing up, you know, all those senses of just self-care right well survival like i I think that's the better word than survival we're we're taught how to survive that's it and through that survival um like i almost feel like that's like i said then that that like when i was saying that statement unless you are privileged now to also gain a sense of like you are, you, are, you are taught on how to gain responsibility on all these other aspects of being. I think that's where self-care is. I could probably have used that word then. Like, you know, first we're taught just to, to survive, you know, and the self-care part, you know, it's hardly ever given to beyond, you know, that because I find that I'm from an African uh, uh, background and one one almost like popular phrase i think i used to hear from a lot of my peers and other people friends like our parents would always have this sense of like understanding us and thinking ah you've changed you know why are you not the same you're not the same child that i knew you know and it's like one thing we always thought to ourselves like but you haven't even gotten the chance to know and then understand this person i am Right, because now when we go back to that inner world you're talking about, when you come of age of mental development, like I'm saying now, like when really and truly you are left to just figure it out by yourself, largely beyond you understanding the authority of your parents and how they want you to do things by their rules, your mental development is largely not um, given the the guidance to understand how to respond to gain the ability to respond, responsibility, right? To respond to different things of life. So you come to an age where you learn these things by yourself and then we are told, oh, we are teenagers, terrible teenagers, da, 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 da. Because now you are largely just, you know, heading your, you're just going everywhere, heading yourself everywhere to just figure out certain things. Now, when I'm saying all these times now the inner world expands as you grow and find more uh, uh, control over your life, right? You know, um, the inner world expands and we come to a point where even when you come to 18, 21, you understand that like you are now responsible responsible for yourself. Like, and if you want to go out into the world and take care of yourself and, you know, live by yourself, you can do that. You have the ability to respond to such a uh, uh, um, thing because at that age you have been given the, the ability to have licenses, you know, permits and all such and such that give you that reign. But I feel like responsibility goes beyond just the age and the physical. 100%. 100%. You know, I was and- just, I, I was just going to come to that. I feel like maybe there's levels of responsibility as well. I might, mm-hmm. I might, I might search that later, but, um, because I feel like, of course, you know, when we, you know, turn 16 and we're like, we're able to do this, this and this and this. So we have new levels of responsibility, 18, da, 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 21, like whatever it is. Um, 
And but I feel like that's just basic levels of responsibility. You know, when I was thinking of this topic, I you know, I was thinking also along the lines of and then probably more focused along the lines of like I was explaining earlier, that we we might expect somebody else to do something for us, or we may um it, you know, and like I was sharing earlier, especially those who we perceive to have or be in more powerful positions than we are, you know, like, and so when we do that, we're kind of giving our ownership to them ultimately. One thing um, in like the 15, 20 minutes we have left, Leroy, one thing I did want to kind of touch on, and it would be good to get your view, you, you know, perspective and views on, would be that we spoke a lot about responsibility and I feel like why it's important but how do people actually do this in practice? Like how, how can someone in their life right now, let's just say they're not taking that level of level of responsibility, they're blaming others, complaining, et cetera, et cetera. How can they then start to take more of that ownership back um, so then they can start to move forward and create the fulfilling life that we're discussing here? What comes to mind? Uh, what comes to mind is a concept that uh, was shared to me by a friend that of the heart and the mind, yeah? This one was interesting, like the mind and the heart, right? Um, we have to understand that these two, they are part of us, Right? We see them as organs, we see them as things that are in this physical body, right? And yet they have two very distinct uh, um, ways of working, right? We look at the heart, right? The heart is something that we cannot even comprehend. Oh, hello? Yeah, I'm here, man. You have tech problems. Yeah, I think the internet is a bit slow there. Um, I don't know if you can hear me. I can hear you and see you perfectly. Okay. Um, so like I was saying now, like when we look at these two, um, two aspects of our being, like the heart, the heart is... It's, it's the heart, you know, it's what keeps us pumping. It's, it's literally where your blood is is flowing through to keep you alive you know this is the first thing that starts beating as you like develop as a being right and you know you cannot and it's the last thing you know that beats you know when we go and it it doesn't know time it's almost like it does not know time right it just beats you know it doesn't know it's time to sleep. It doesn't know it's time to wake up. It doesn't know all that. It just beats, you know. Right? Now, we go to the mind. The mind in itself, it's just, it's almost like this this, this computer, right, that is constantly developing, updating, right? By this time, you are, you know, version 2.26 now, you know, you know. And that's you, like you're constantly developing, constantly like coming up with new updates that are making you and allowing you to see the world in a different way. And through your perception, you know, it enables you now to see the world and uh, almost have that mindset, that uh, algorithmic mindset. You choose your algorithmic mindset, right? Through your what? Through your mind now. Let's go back to your example. I'm going to use your example because I think it's going to be easy for, for, for us to follow all these. Um, when you look at the example now, in that understanding you had at the time where you felt anxious and you were in a place where you just didn't want, your mind justified quite a lot of your, your, your presence in that time. Like, you know, it justified the fact that, like, these were your friends, you know, this, you know, but your heart knew something else. Am I lying? 
100%. Your heart was beating or at a different frequency of that very situation. As much as your mind understood the algorithm that you were in, the mind, the heart was not in tune, you know. So the harm of the mind was not in tune with the beating of the heart, you know, because this is always humming until we go to sleep, but this is always beating because it keeps you alive, right? And when that beat is in this place where as much as the algorithm has led you into this place, the beat would give you this anxious thought, you know, this, you know, whatever it is that you were feeling at that time, your heart was not at peace. Now, what happens when you put the heart in the driving seat? When you put the heart in the driving seat is that the heart now focuses everything that is to do with the vehicle to move you to that destination that your heart knows it's beating for, right? You stood up and you knew to yourself, like, your heart is not at peace here. But your mind didn't know. It did not understand. Like, what do you mean? This is who we are. This is what we've been doing. This is what we will do, right? Let's repeat as we have learned, right? And keep coming. Keep doing what we're doing. Keep going to work. Keep going and doing this job that you know that you don't want, you don't want your, your, every time you're there, you just don't feel like being here. But you know what? I will just ah, blame it on the bosses because they're so bad as well. You know, everything else is just bad because you're not doing anything that you wanted, right? And yet, when you took that responsibility to say your heart, your heart is actually wanting something. Now, why am I, why am I tying the heart and responsibility values, like you were saying, why we're tying it with heart? You know, the values that you now felt within your heart, that, that, that which was giving you sense of fulfillment, that which was actually like giving you a drive to say, I want to feel alive. This beat, every beat it beats, I wanted to actually pump my blood to the ends of my nerves, like with such like, ah, I feel it, you know? I feel the brightness of the sun when I'm in the sunlight, you know, like I feel alive. Whereas when you're in that state, even when you're in the park with those people, you will still feel this darkness around you. You know, you, even if you're at work, you just feel so in such a mode where your heart feels like, in, like closed in. But in driving yourself with the heart, the heart perspective, the heart mindset, you know, you are now moving in a space where taking responsibility, it becomes a, a case where the mind, as much as it does not understand the changing like algorithm that you were trying to fit it with, that change was purely driven by the passion of your heart because it didn't, it didn't care for the a time that you had now spent through this period of like anxiety and, you know, low and like confusion and lost, like, your heart, when you agreed and you said, okay, I'll take responsibility for the fact that I have brought us to this state where we are not feeling well, we are not feeling the best, we are not, I'm not feeling myself, right? Can you hear me? I think it's cutting again. I can't even, I'm loud and clear. Yeah? <clears throat> you know, like when you have been in this place now, like when you like have that spark like i think one of our guests mentioned this like it just became like i can't take this no more like that's when you literally the, the heart takes over because remember the heart was the first before the mind even knew how to walk how to dress how to do anything to process to anything the heart was beating when you were a child in the cradle of your parents hands like you were just a heart beating you know it was just pure purity like it was just the heart and i think that is the sense that comes from our desires because as children we find that life is full of joy because it is driven from the heart you know mm. my child lives for 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 anything that his heart feels fulfilled for not what i want that's where our parent and the child becomes like you know the fight there and the older we get and the more we are so like told to go to school, do this, do that, do that, do this. Our heart desires are diminished and diminished and diminished. And it comes to a point where when you come of age, your heart's desires are so diminished that they, 
the mindset algorithm has been pushed upon you to a point where to actually find yourself where you're working with your mind and your heart in tune, you would actually have to go through now that self-education you're talking about. Because now you're trying to also learn of yourself and what you truly love and desire and value so that you can match it with how your mind will actually meet this internal heart and the mind which gives you the perception of the world, the external and manifestation. So these two aspects enable you to manage the internal through the heart and the manifestation of the external through the mind, you know? And mm. that understanding that um, there is the heart perspective, the heart, uh, you know, the heart mindset, the heart, I mean, set and the mindset, I think that, that's the word I'm, I'll, I'll look for it. Uh, heart, set, our, yeah. our heart set and mindset when you understand those two aspects that for a large amount maybe you're right now you are being so driven by your mindset but the more you mm. give yourself time it's not an overnight thing where you're like okay that's it i'm quitting job and whatever but the more now you give yourself 10 minutes 5 10 15 20 an hour you know and then you are you're drawing more into yourself what do i mm. actually want what do i actually value out of this situation like you were what do I actually value? Do I actually want to spend my time with these people? Do I actually want to have more time at this job? Do I actually want this you know, position? Do I actually want to live this life? You know, Or do I want more? Because now when the heart is actually pumping with more, it doesn't know time. It doesn't relate to time. So no matter how long you had spent in that mode, like I was saying, the heart, when it started driving, it, it, it drove you out of there. And as much as the mind was keeping time now and say, oh, this is the new path. Oh, okay, this is the new algorithm. Oh, okay, what am I doing in here? Okay, how am I going forward? The heart was pumping you into this direction that you, you just felt right. And it fell through that your mind was also developing because you took that responsibility. Now we come back to responsibility mm -hmm. because you took the responsibility of actually understanding that your heart was not in the right place and your mind needs to be put in a place where it's working with the heart and those ability mm. you know what i mean and that's where no one will save you because at the end of the day it's your life your heart is yours nobody can make it beat for you nobody will come and beat it for you like this right no one but i mm. can come and make you do things by your mind if you allow me and that is the thing because the mind is literally your interaction with the world, your, 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 your reach with the world. And the more we can have an internal understanding of that internal heart set, you know, that is your like internal world and understanding your heart, the more you will not allow the external to almost influence your disease, you know? You are not at ease with your own life. You're just feeling anxious. You're feeling like you're you are not really in the right place because there is those two mindsets. There is those two mm -hmm. sets of settings in yourself. Like, you know, there's Makes one sense. way you're led by your heart and there's one way you're led by your mind. And the heart can be a passenger, but it will always tell you what it is. It's not feeling it. It's like, let's go this way. And as much as the mind will drive on, the heart will always feel it. But when your heart is driving, guess what? Your mind will start almost drawing everything that is to connect the heart with exactly what it needs to fulfill. Because now as the passenger, now look at this now. When you are in a car as a passenger, what is it? what's the difference with the driver? The driver is more focused on the road, is more focused on the signs, is more focused on the safety of everyone in the car, you know, speed, etc., etc., everything right? Understanding how to get there slowly, slowly, mile by mile. The passenger is largely in a view of the beauty, the scenery, you know? They are in control of how almost like the journey is going through music and all such and such. Now, let's look at these two things that we say, the mind and the heart in a car. As the driver, the heart is a driver, you find in yourself that as it beats toward your fulfillment of what you know is going to always feel joy and love and peace and everything like that, the mind on the passenger 
will always draw in the scenery and how to actually extrapolate and actually get more out of this journey, right? Because now you know where you're going, but now the mind is working with you to enjoy the journey to get there in the best way form that you know you can. And because it now becomes a fun journey through your mind, that's when we say what? Do what you love and you never work a day in your life because your heart is driving and your heart is, 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 is working in perfect order with your mind. And literally, it, you've saved yourself from a life of just misery and just constant like Sunday, Sunday stress and Friday joys. Like you have put yourself in a place where you're enjoying the very vehicle of your life from the time you decide to get that heart moving as a driver the mind will always feel like it's enjoying this journey but if the mind is in the driver's seat the heart will always feel like it's it's just having to bear this and oh, no. you know what i'm saying is making sense but uh hello yeah sorry i go yeah but yeah like as i said that that's that's how i guess i would uh put it like there yeah. Yeah. We. we yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's okay. We we lost the last bit of that, but um, I think. Yeah, I was saying like that's that's I guess that's how I would um I would put it in terms of like responsibility okay. and uh, the values like you were saying. Saying like you know the half. Sorry, somebody's just calling my phone. Sorry, but um, <laughs> I would say like how how like. As I said, I was answering that question to say, how do you get yourself out there um, into a place where you feel more fulfillment with your life? And like I said, if you listen back to the podcast, this one is that it's your heart in the driver's mm. seat and your yeah. mind more on the passenger seat. Then you're feeling like you're enjoying the journey, you know, into 100%. that newfound self, you know? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So we had a comment from Hazel who says, when you are in tune with your heart and mind, you are whole, which pretty much just kind of, I think, um, it's a nice summary of uh, what you're sharing there, Leroy, which is, which is, which is 100%, you know, I feel like there's, a, there's always a lot of focus on, on mindset. Um, and I feel like the first four months of this year, taking a lot of um, courses and some of my part of this platform and just so, so much information there, but then we're kind of dialing into the heart set, you know, we're diving into, you know, some people may call it intuition, you know, like, like that, like that guide that you kind of guide you through life. And if we're able to kind of listen to, you know, if people want to call it intuition or if people want to call it their heart or their heart set, whatever it is, there's kind of these two sides, right? There's, mm -hmm. there's um, your mind. Yeah. And then ultimately, your mindset and, and your heart set and so um to get them working together you know um because i feel like our mind kind of going back to what we spoke about before like our mind is meant we spoke about survival before and i feel mm. that like that's that's the core what are the core functions of like our, you know our mind you know and we need that like we need that to survive but sometimes we can kind of lose our way maybe especially in you know in 21st century etc where you know i'm not going to go outside and get eaten by a tiger or you know or something so i don't really you know like i still need to survive obviously but it's not like you know back in you know whenever it was like 300 bc or whatever where like you know like i'm not living not now living in, in a cave you know so yes there are sometimes still threats around us but um now that's a probably a completely different topic, but mm -hmm. you know, but uh, but yeah, um, you know, we're living in the 21st century, so there's less threats ultimately around. But I feel like our mind is designed for survival. Where if we listen to for to our heart, our intuition, call it whatever you want, then that that's kind of like our guide ultimately through life when we when we listen to that. So um, I suppose I'll just quickly share on some of the points that I had, and then we'll kind of wrap up, wrap up today's show. On, I think that if people want to start to take more responsibility in their lives, and as we've been talking about, I feel like it's a very good idea to do so because then you're able to create much more of a fulfilling life. I would definitely 
do kind of recommend doing with what you've been talking about, Leroy, and kind of going inwards and really focusing on what does like my heart like my heart want? You know, what's my intro like what do I want ultimately? And then listen to that heart set. Um absolutely. I also feel there's a piece on like why don't people take responsibility? You know, that that's the question that this comes to comes to mind. Why don't people take responsibility? I think insecurities I think that whole point that we were talking around before about like, as soon as they stop blaming somebody else, it's all now on them. You know, like they've got nowhere to run and hide. People don't want to do that. Maybe that's part of what we were talking about before around the mind. You know, maybe like the mind kind of gets scared with that. And so it's just easier, isn't it? I feel like I feel like it's so much easier. I, I don't know your thoughts on this, Leroy, to complain or to blame somebody else um, rather than to take responsibility yourself. What's your thoughts on that real quick? Yeah, it, I mean, it's uh, it's sort of like a quick dodge, isn't it? You just quickly mm, dodge. Quick dodge. Um, yeah. Quick dodge, like, you know. Um, I like but, that. Like, I like that. But, like, the comment, the comment we had is that it's almost that the mind and the heart are the key to being whole because then you have the ability to respond to life in the mm. best possible. And I like that. You know? Yeah. 100%. So it, it's that way of, like... Um, being 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 responsible now enables uh, uh, it enables you to almost like avoid those quick dodges and actually be mm. able to face up to to whatever the consequence it may be because now you have an understanding that what your heart wants and what your mind is working towards it's in tandem it's and aligned. yeah it's aligned and it feels whole so then the responsibility is very much like within your ability to respond, you know, mm, the, the, the whatever is in need of response is very much in your ability to respond. And hence we have responsibility, saving mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah, 100%. Um, and then I just got some other quick points. So I feel like, uh, like why don't people take responsibility insecurities? And so to ultimately solve that is to identify what those insecurities are. Mm-hmm. Um, and to face them, you know, like if you don't face them, if you don't bring more awareness to them, if you know, you can't then solve them. I also feel like there, there's a certain level of responsibility even in that of like, mm-hmm. actually I'm going to face my insecurities, you know? Um, but I feel like overall it's just awareness, you know, awareness of ca- maybe starting to like catch yourself in the moment of, could this be a situation where I could take more responsibility or am I blaming others? Start mm-hmm. to asking yourself these questions I feel like there's a self-esteem issue. I feel like there's potentially a self-confidence issue if, if we're out there kind of blaming others and not taking that responsibility. You know, this, this realm of self-esteem. There's a good book, actually. I, I actually haven't read it um, yet, but um, I've been recommended it for self-esteem. I think it's called The Six Pillars of Self-Esteem. Um, just, Google, just Google it or find it on Amazon. I, again, I haven't yet read it, so I can't kind of uh, share my thoughts on it, but I heard it's a good book. And then, yes, self-confidence as well. I feel like if, if we're in that place, our, you know, we need to build, we, it's a very good idea to start to build up our own confidence. Mm-hmm. So then when we do look in the mirror and take responsibility, we're not then feeling insecure or we're not um, judging ourselves. We're just kind of accepting like, oh shit, like I fucked up or oh, shit, I need to take responsibility for this. And that's okay because I'm okay in my own my my own ability to be able to deal with this. You know that maybe t- um, comes on some of the things that you spoke about, Leroy. So um, something uh, very uh, sorry to cut you off, hmm. but like you miss, you like you knew using the words insecure, insecure, like checking your own hmm. insecurities. Um, um, I don't know. You if you think like. What we are insecure about is what is closest to our heart, right? And almost that insecurity, like, it, it makes us feel, like, I don't know, like, vulnerable. It makes us feel very, like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, detached with ourselves, right? And what happens with the mind to to work with this insecurity, like, uh, this defensive mechanism is that blame is the uh, is is the result because it's a quick dodge to what you are mm. insecure about within that internal world 
you know, there's woes that are insecure, but it's a quick fix. The blame, the blame game to to dodge that uh, light on yourself inside. Mm. You know, to actually reflect on this, what you have done, and the consequence of it. So it's okay. it's a yeah, it's just a, maybe it's a topic for another for another maybe. episode. Insecurities. But, uh, yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I think uh, that would be a really yeah. awesome topic. Guys, if you're listening or watching, let us know if you want us to talk about kind of insecurities and that. But, uh, you know, for me anyway, I feel like if we're blaming others and not taking that level of responsibility, then, yeah, something kind of going on under the hood ultimately. And I think a lot of times that is people's insecurities or limiting beliefs or whatever it is. Um and so, yeah, we kind of need to maybe to unpack, unpack that a bit more, uh, which kind of comes into my last point, which was maybe like, you know, blaming others, not taking that level of responsibility because all, or maybe more around kind of when like we all mess up from time to time and they don't take that level of responsibility when we mess up. It's because they don't feel like they're able to bounce back, you know, which kind of comes into confidence for me. But um. Yeah, that's kind of some of the points that I had, but I know we're kind of pretty much out of time. I think you, you said you had an hour for today's um, uh, episode. Um, but Leroy, do you have any quick final thoughts that you would love to share with the audience before we wrap this up? Um, nah, not really much, really. It's just, um, yeah, I think... I think it just goes so well, it ties into so well to this concept. I'm I'm still like sort of like um just contemplating on the theory of the heart set and the mindset myself because I only mm. heard it this week. But it makes really um a good sound like makes for, sense. for yeah, for leading life because the more we are more heart set and understand and and understand how we feel about things and we take the responsibility of actually working to um, basically enable our heart to feel at ease and at peace with that. I think the mind will almost uh, take that uh, ability to grow because you are mm. seeing that responsibility enables you to actually have power and uh, ownership over things. Yeah. Because in you identifying that you need to take responsibility over something, it gives you power to actually do something about it. But when you 100%. do a big blame, and dodge it gives you less power and you feel more and less and less more uh, able to actually powerless. do it. Yeah, powerless, powerless right yeah. you feel powerless so exactly. yeah so yeah definitely mm. awesome great episode leroy thank you for, for for this guys if you have any questions comments thoughts your own opinions leave them in the comment section or if you're listening on the podcast feel free to hit us up on uh we're mostly on instagram so hit us up there and we will be back next week for episode 16 of an orthodox perspectives so i'm just going to leave you with our outro have a great week guys we'll talk to you soon hey guys thank you so much for tuning into this episode of an orthodox perspectives if you liked today's episode on this show please subscribe and leave a comment below all relevant links for today's episode of the podcast can be found in the description, so please check them out. And we will be back next week with another episode. Until then, have, have an, an awesome, awesome week. week.